The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello there and welcome to episode 209. I hope that you're doing very well today. If you are struggling with OCD or anxiety, then you can get a free session with me. To get that, you can head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com and there you can uh, use my Calendly to, to book the free session or you can leave me a message as well. In today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about uh, metacognition um, negative beliefs and OCD and this is something um, that very very much relates to to OCD um, metacognition is a fact is, is effectively um, how we think about our thinking um, and it's quite a complicated area obviously uh, with OCD we tend to uh, to get lost in our thoughts uh, we tend to believe very negative thoughts or uh, we tend to, to get lost in uh, in narratives and ruminations, and a big part of this is related to to metacognition. And so, learning about this area, I think, can be very very helpful for for OCD. If you find the podcast helpful, it would be great if you could uh, follow and like on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Robert James Coaching UK, and if you could also subscribe on your podcast app of choice. That would be fantastic too. So many thanks, guys, and I hope you enjoy. What do you think about your thinking? Is your thinking helping or hindering you? So often with OCD, the answer to that question is quite clear. Um, You know, so often our thinking is really holding us back we can get uh, very lost in uh, in negative thoughts and uh, negative beliefs. And if we're not careful, those things can really stop us from uh, getting into our lives and actually living in a, in a positive way. So I think this is a really important area. According to metacognitivetherapycentral.com, uh, metacognitive beliefs shape what we pay attention to and what strategies we use to regulate thoughts and feelings. Metacognitive beliefs are responsible for almost all psychological disorders because they encourage excessive worry and rumination, prolonging negative emotions. Now, um, obviously, um, one of the classic problems with OCD is not knowing whether you should worry and ruminate um, about a given thought. Um, it's almost like the, the the kind of boss upstairs is confused about what uh, he or she needs to put um, their attention onto because they they keep getting lost. They keep thinking that perhaps this thing that seems very urgent in the moment really does need my attention and I should really think about it. And if I don't, then something terrible could happen. 
And as you probably know only too well, if you struggle with OCD, this is quite an ingenious trap because, um, you know, the the way that we, we kind of see to get ourselves out of there, you know, more thinking, more ruminating is actually the thing that is keeping us stuck. And, you know, this is this is what gets so many people trapped. And it doesn't matter how smart you are. Sometimes, um, you know, some of the most intelligent people in the world can get stuck with OCD. For example, the uh, famous uh, manufacturer, aviator and film producer, uh, How- uh, Howard Hughes, um, who obviously the film The uh, Aviator was created about with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. If you haven't seen that film, I really recommend checking it out. And this guy was obviously quite a genius, but it didn't matter. He still got stuck with OCD. He still got stuck uh, in in these very negative and unhelpful thinking patterns because he was struggling with very, very negative metacognitive beliefs about about himself and about his ability to, to deal with uh, the obsessions. So I'm going to give you two examples of uh, metacognitive beliefs that are quite problematic. Um, the first is that worry is uncontrollable, and the second one, the second one is I need to worry so I can feel better. Now, the first uh, metacognitive belief is actually a negative one. Um, the belief is that you know that you have no control over this situation. Uh, that you've been completely disempowered by the OCD and no matter what you do, your thoughts are going to dominate you, that uh, the only option that you have is just to follow through with thinking and thinking and thinking more Um, as if you don't do that, well, the anxiety is probably going to get worse and worse. Um, This obviously isn't true, it's just a belief, but that doesn't help us. Even having the awareness that this is just, uh, you know, an unhelpful belief uh, doesn't allow us to break free from from the thinking. Um, you know, as we've talked about a lot on this podcast, actually, there's a there's a way of of, of actually breaking free, but it does not involve more thinking. Um, then we go on to to the other one, um, which is a positive uh, metacognitive belief, um, as it's about. Um, actually doing something to try to feel better. I need to worry so that I can feel better or I need to worry so that I can protect people, for example, is something that's uh, very common with people with OCD. So positive uh, metacognitive beliefs actually create an air uh, of usefulness. They make you believe that actually rumination is doing something. It's going to actually help you. It's going to make a difference. And I think, you know, just about everyone uh, who gets uh, stuck in the OCD trap actually experiences this. We really believe that our ruminations are going to solve the problem. And that's why we keep, uh, you know, going back to, to the same well uh, and, you know, looking for, uh, looking for that full pitcher of water. Unfortunately, each time it comes up empty, but it doesn't matter because there's such a strong negative belief that we just think if we just keep doing it enough times, we're going to have some success. Some examples of uh, positive metacognitive beliefs are um, worrying helps you to, to get things done. Um, perhaps rumination helps you to understand. Um, if I analyze something for long enough, then I'm going to come up with the answer. 
focusing on this can can help keep me or my family safe. The main characteristic is that you feel like you're doing something. You're actually taking some kind of action and that is going to make a, a positive difference uh, to, to the world or to your experience uh, of things. Now, of course, all we're actually doing when we're, when we're engaging with this is, you know, we're actually doing compulsions. This is a, a really great example of uh, pure o, OCD, where, you know, we, we feel like uh, we have to do something. And if there's not a physical compulsion to be done, then, you know, often there is a mental one. And so people, uh, without often even realizing it themse uh, themselves, are engaging in this kind of compulsive thinking uh, in order to, to feel like they're doing something about their OCD. Now, negative uh, metacognitive beliefs, on the other hand, are negative interpretations of thoughts. Uh, and some examples here could be that, you know, you may feel like I can't control my attention um, or, for example, worrying too much could harm me or some thoughts could make me lose my mind or bad thoughts have the power to make me do bad things. Now, of course, all of these things are not true. They're just ways that you are um, thinking in a negative way about your thinking. And in a way, it, it, it is serving something. It makes you feel like you're doing something. Your thought scares you. And so you start thinking about it more in order to try to make you feel uh, better about it, to try to kind of come to uh, uh, some kind of sense about the thought that you have and to prove that it's, that it's wrong in some way. But the problem is that all you're doing is performing a compulsion and you're just reinforcing the belief that, you know, maybe, maybe those thoughts are dangerous and that you have to perform compulsions about them in the future. And you get stuck in the, the cycle of OCD. Now, I think it's quite helpful to, to understand OCD from this perspective because so much of what we do is reflecting on our thoughts in either a negative or a positive way as, as we've just gone through here. And actually what we've got to learn to do is, is to learn to let go of both of those approaches because they clearly don't work. In fact, they just tend to excess, um, exacerbate the OCD and make it, uh, make it worse in the long term because we're just getting stuck in that OCD cycle. We're just performing more and more compulsions, which is only going to lead to things getting worse over time. Um, what we have to learn to do then is to learn to allow these thoughts to just be, to, to not engage with them so much and to allow ourselves to feel the, the emotions that are kind of um, uh, pushing them underneath. When we allow ourselves to feel uh, guilt or anger or shame or anxiety, wh whatever it is that you might be feeling, uh, very gently at first, we don't need to jump into the deep end with this, but just allowing ourselves to feel those emotions and uh, practicing this, ideally with a therapist or coach, you can learn how to feel these emotions, but not engage with the thoughts. Uh, you can actually learn how to just let them pass on by. Uh, and, and to not really wind yourself up and ultimately that's what we tend to do with with OCD it's a process of believing our thoughts and allowing them to wind us up 
And actually what we've really got to learn to do is to recognize that habit, recognize that pattern and to start letting it go. Gently at first, we don't have to do everything all at once, but just try to identify your negative thinking habits and see if you can, um, you know, just pick off one particular type of thought at a time and see if you can change your relationship with it just a little bit. See if you can disengage from thinking about it a little bit sooner than you would do normally and allow yourself to feel the, the discomfort um, that that creates because unfortunately when we do this it is going to create discomfort whenever we try to challenge OCD OCD doesn't just lie down and give up unfortunately it's a very stubborn little monster that uh, that wants to keep you stuck it wants to keep you stuck in obsessions and thinking and ruminating and it's our job to recognize that you know this is about a habit of mind and a habit of thinking. Obviously, sometimes it's also uh, complicated by other mental health challenges, trauma, depression, and other things like that. And that's why it's so so important to reach out for help. Um, but a big part of it does come down to these uh, metacognitive beliefs. And I think uh, having some awareness about this and and learning how to uh, to deal with your own thinking in a, in a healthier way would be really helpful in the long term when it comes to managing OCD. As the research paper, Dysfunctional Metacognitive Beliefs in Patients with Obsessive Compulsive Disorder and Pattern of Their Change Following a Three-Month Treatment, concludes the presence of dysfunctional metacognitive beliefs in OCD subjects and their association with OCD characteristics suggests that dysfunctional metacognitions may play a crucial role in the pathophysiology of OCD. As I often like to to point out to my clients, try not to believe all of the negative stories that our mind likes to, to tell us. Uh, the mind is is amazing at coming up with uh, negative beliefs and and trying to to make us to to believe these these stories. But as the uh, the research is pointing out, um, actually these kind of negative metacognitive uh, beliefs are really holding people with OCD back. And the sooner we can learn to let go of these negative beliefs and and start seeing the thoughts through a more uh, helpful lens. Uh, the sooner we're going to start dealing with OCD in a better way. So there we go, guys. I really hope that you found that helpful. As always, if you have any questions, then do please let me know. And many thanks. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.